world still needs superheroes. So let's get out there. Let's take these cocksuckers down. We are famous now. Don't you worry. Daddy's home. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Film Optics Review brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. I'm your host, Christian, and today we will be reviewing the latest Amazon video TV series, The Boys, Season 2. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. How are you doing on this fine Saturday? I'm doing swell. Just watched the finale. I'm pretty hyped up. Yeah. A lot going on. A lot going on. <laughs> it's 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 some crazy stuff, man. And I, I didn't I didn't expect the finale to take away as much. You know, there's there's so many unanswered breadcrumbs that we'll definitely get into here in a second. But Are you before, gonna um, you gonna put some Billy Joel in the beginning here? <laughs> get, Maybe get some, get some Huey. Huey feeling Huey. <laughs> yeah, his 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 love for Billy Joel. I, I actually, fun fact: Billy Joel and I uh, share the same birthday. Oh, yeah. Very interesting stuff. I was actually excited when I was younger because there's Billy Joe Armstrong from Green Day. And I thought that, oh, my gosh, it's Billy Joe. We share the same birthday. It's not the same guy (laughs) as I, you know, obviously figured out. Very different. Uh, Very, very different. Yes. But I do share a birthday with the lead singer of Simple Plan. Do you remember that band from like early 2000s? Vaguely. Vaguely, yeah, yeah. I think the guy's name is Pierre. I think they're a Canadian band, so thought that was pretty cool. But enough chitter chatter, Devin. Before we get into today's review, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, Tune In, iHeartRadio, and of course Amazon Music. And I'll just read a super short synopsis for those. I mean, it's not going to be a season two synopsis. It's just a group of vigilantes set. Out to, to take down corrupt superheroes who abuse, who abuse their superpowers. So it's just like, like you expect. Yeah, it's literally. I, I don't think the synopsis has changed one bit. And of course, um, all of these uh, episodes are now available on Amazon Video, and that comes free if you have a Amazon Prime account. So that gives us a, a reason to boot that up. Yeah, it really does. I mean, aside from us, you know, using Amazon Prime. I mean, Prime Day is like. Right around the corner, Devin. It's coming up in like three days. It's insane. So I'm I'm, I'm pretty excited. I mean, I don't I don't know what else is out there to uh, purchase, but I honestly don't think it's going to be that much, <laughs> to be completely honest. So maybe get a nice crowbar, like like Billy Butcher. Yeah, Billy Butcher. <laughs> yeah. So of course, so what what we're going to do here? Uh, we'll give our first initial thoughts of the season. Of course, we will be getting into spoilers. With this review, just want to let everyone who is listening at home, and if you couldn't tell by the name of the episode, this, of course, will be uh, full-on spoilers. So, Devin, um, I, f- I feel like we should talk about the ending first because that is the the number one thing that sticks with most of us. You know, there's about eight episodes here. I don't expect us to remember every single plot point from every single episode, but, man, that finale oh my like, uh, I I thought I knew someone was gonna die. I didn't expect it to be Rebecca, and I was just like, "Wow!" I thought it was either going to be Ryan, or I mean, first hot second, I thought it was going to be Billy Butcher. But 
we were proven wrong yet again. What about you? Well, I guess, yeah, I guess we're diving right in. She, yeah, we're just, she, let's uh, just dive right in. <laughs> she, she died, and it was it was very sad. Billy, yeah. Billy Butcher put, put on the tears and had me feeling emotional this morning. Yeah. It, yeah, it really did. And I, I, I like, even with Stormfronts, and I would say throughout this entire season two, and actually before I get into that really quick, season one and season two are two totally different tones, I feel like. Like, yes, it's the same story. Um, but of course, with season one, I felt like we got a lot more with Starlight. You know, we were following her story pretty closely. Um, they did say that Black Noir was supposed to be more of a forefront in season two. I kind of disagree with that. I mean, the scenes that he was in were really good. Yeah, but... it seems like they, they saved the the major reveal they have ready for him for next season. <laughs> yeah. there, there's, there's some theories out there. There, there's a lot of theories. There was the theory that uh, Billy Butcher was actually a soup himself, but um, yeah, I heard um, some some theories that uh, the end of episode seven, when Billy Butcher like smiled at the camera, like, <laughs> what does he know? People thought that yeah. they were gonna they were gonna shoot up some some V and soup up. Yeah, yeah, that is true. But I mean, honestly, and I, I thought even with the deal that Ryan, I mean, not Ryan, Billy made with Vaught. Of course, you know, I thought I thought he was actually going to shoot Ryan, but I'm like, I don't even think that's going to work because like he's like a mini Superman. So that whole thing happened. But Stormfront, Stormfront, going back to my original point, she was probably my favorite new character of the um, of the series, despite her flaws. Of course, it was just nice to see a new Corrupt superhero, I guess you could say, in in the mix, you know, the the most corrupt of the corrupt. Yes, she but even wish... she even had Homelander looking at her sideways a couple of times, like that's saying you know Hon- you're bad. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, but uh, it's it's really crazy, and I know we're pretty much just diving in here because I mean, why not? You know, you just got off a big high by watching the season finale, so I figured we kind of like get that out of the way and you know, talk about the, the season as a whole, of course, but I really wish uh, one thing um, with season two, just um, as a whole, I wish they would have gone a little bit more into uh, Stormfront's past. I mean, you know, we find out that she was the the wife to Frederick Vaught, the, the Nazi party, you know, like she, she's, she's a Nazi and Americans, Americans don't like Nazis very much, do they, Devin? I feel like there, there wasn't really too much more to go into, like, they kind of showed that she is a Nazi and that's pretty much all you need to know. True. But it's like, doesn't that mean that she has two superpowers? Cause she has her lightning and of course she's over a hundred years old. So the aging, I mean, even uh, starlight, it said, you know, during the beginning of the season, when they found out about Liberty and who she really was. And of course that ended up being Stormfronts. So it's, it's kind of like she has two powers like I, I'm not, I can't really say it's immortality, or well, it's just her life has been like, prolonged. Don't other soups have that too? Does Homelander age? I mean, see, I don't know. Like, did they really t- uh, touch on that to say that you know these superheroes live, you know, extended longer lives than the average human? I feel like they mentioned it at some point in season one, maybe, but I'm but just not remembering. Years? Maybe it's it's been a while. Since and then I, I mean, she one. she was like right next to the source, so she had as much V as she wanted at any time. Yeah. So she probably like 
has a that ton of it. True. Yeah. And it may, maybe it flew over my head in, in season one, but I just, I wasn't 100% sure, but I mean, you know, she was trying to raise her own soup army, <laughs> but not, I wanted to not the soup army, not the N- Nazi yeah. soup. That sounds, that sounds weird. <laughs> not <Z>. Campbell's <laughs> Nazi soup possibilities. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you, Devin, like between, you know, since we've seen season two, how like was it engaging for you through and through? Did you uh, find any weak episodes you just really didn't connect with? Well, the way I see it, season one was obviously a lot more character development because they had to set everything up. They had to mm. lay out the law of the land and and show you how things are with all these crazy, wacky characters. And then season two, that's when they start to get shit done. Yeah, starts 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 stuff starts to happen. They're making moves. I'd say probably some more more action in the first season. Yeah, I would agree. So, I mean, everything with like Pop Claw and whatnot. It it felt season one felt more like a rush, but like I like I said, you know, I feel like these these seasons are two totally. The tones are totally different, but of course, you cannot have one without the other. But I like that. I like how season two isn't just a reskin of season one. You know what I mean? Yeah, they they uh, went in a different direction, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> but it's 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 just crazy, man. I I would have had to say like even with like there, there's so many moments like in this season that I'm trying to go back and reminisce. I think the I think the favorite I guess fight scene minus the amazing fight scene that we got um, oh in the God. season finale was. Um, Black Noir's not allergy. Yeah. <laughs> when he beats the crap out of um Starlight. And I didn't like know how strong he was until that actually started happening. And of course, a few episodes prior, when uh Black Noir is trying to like dig up information on Billy Butcher, and he's like just sitting on top of the house and the roof, he's like, Hey. <laughs> yeah. There's also that yeah. scene where he was like trying to get the information from that one uh lady at the desk and she had <laughs> an almond joy or something and he was like he throw it away he like hold, he held out a garbage can <laughs> so it all ties together yeah and the fact that um starlight's uh favorite almond joy uh favorite candy bar is almond joy so yeah i, I feel like that almond joy joke definitely fun fact ran its the, the reason they actually added that in um is because the real actor f- for black noir actually has that allergy so i read was, that too it was carl yeah. urban's idea to actually put it in the show <laughs> It's so funny. <laughs> she just she takes the almond joy and like shoves it in his mouth. He's like, <laughs> and, and we kind of get half of a reveal there, half of a little face reveal. Well, yeah, I mean, I saw his face on Instagram, so like I know who the well, actor they had the is. actor, but like the yeah. show, the show can make it whoever they want. That that yeah, that is very true. <laughs> Man, that that was probably one of the funniest jokes like in the entire season, like that running almond joy joke. And of course, you know, with everything with Stormfront, like, you know, she said that she was being, I guess, truthful in a way to Homelander. But it really this I feel like this this season really shows you how damaged like Homelander actually is. I mean, we see it in season one, but even towards the end when he easily could have killed um, Billy, Billy and um, Ryan. And then Queen Maeve comes out of nowhere with the um, with the video from the plane from the first uh, season, which 
I don't know how she got that footage, <laughs> to be completely honest. You know what I mean? It's like, isn't everyone on that phone? I mean, everyone on that plane, like, dead? Um, I don't really. I mean, obviously, I remember that scene, but there could have been a part where she, like, took one of their phones or something. I don't know. Possibly, yeah. Like, like and of course, you know, if, if you haven't, you know, if you want to listen to our season one review, it is on our podcast um, we were underneath a different name then, so the intro is a little bit different. Um, R.I.P. Brooklyn Media, but yes, we did cover. Uh, we did review season one there for everyone out there listening. If you want to go back and uh, listen to our takes on that season, but yeah, I I seriously thought. I mean, I didn't really know what was going to happen in that in that moment where Homelander easily could have just you know killed both billy and ryan but there was like that voice in it in his head with like everyone was cheering and it's like i feel like he cares too much about what the public thinks of him he craves it yeah like his mother's He's, milk oh nice i, I like that Devin. i always uh, thought it was weird that there's a character named mother's milk and then there's a different character obsessed with drinking mother's milk and they're <laughs> not the same R.I.P. Chameleon, by the way. I think that was his name, wasn't it? The the shapeshifter super soup? Um, yeah. Maybe it was Gecko. I don't know. I think it might, it might have been Gecko. Wait, was Ge- well, I think Gecko was the one with the detachable limbs. I believe oh, yeah. so. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. Chameleon was the one that was, <laughs> was giving Homelander <laughs> his mother's milk. That is so freaking weird, dude. That like, was so funny. Like, as soon as she showed up on screen, I was like, okay. It's, I'm like, he has to be dreaming right now. But then it re- reveals his chameleon. He's like, I he can only do it around. for so long. <laughs> he was like, change back, change back. Wouldn't even look at him. Because it's like he refuses that she's, I mean, dead, even though he's the one who like roasted her with <laughs> laser eyes. Man. And Kimiko. Can we talk about Kimiko as well? Like, oh, yeah. Got some there's, nice there's backstory so much. for her here. Her brother. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, and... <laughs> Her brother's like obviously, you know, she is more shaken up throughout the entire season because of what Stormfront did to her brother. And I mean, ooh, man, I heard that crack. I was like, oh yeah, he, he's 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 gone. I thought she was gonna, she was dead in the finale, but I guess uh, she just kind of shook off that neck that neck break. Yeah, I seriously thought she was dead. I was like, wait, I'm like, she has powers, you know. Essentially, she's like the girl version of Wolverine. Yeah, she's kind of like way. Wolverine. Without the claws, yeah. yeah, but I I didn't know that nap that neck snap would like completely just, you know what I mean? Just kind of end her because it's like, how do you kill her? You know what I mean? Maybe decapita- uh, decapitation, possibly the same as Wolverine, but I don't know. But I really did like her um her story throughout season two. I mean, she her, her and Frenchie <laughs> so cute. And Frenchie got pretty much his entire episode. Like he was like a main character for like an entire episode, and then he went back to being a side character. But and that, but that's fine because it's like there's so much between him, Lamplighter, and um, the old the old uh, CIA lady. I'm drawing a blank on her name right now, but you know how Lamplighter like burned her grandparent, her grandkids like alive, and like that's just. And kind of, we kind of get more backstory of why that happened and, you know, how he was tailing Lamplighter and R.I.P. Lamplighter, by the way. Like, holy crap, did he, dude. Did he die a hero or did he just kill himself and got lucky? I think he just killed himself and got lucky. I don't think he died. Like, I mean, he, he, he did could have, have intentionally put put the, made the, um, the 
sprinklers or whatever go off, but to get, in order to get her out. But I don't know if he was thinking that far ahead. Yeah, because as soon as he saw that his statue was like completely removed, he was just he was like so shaken up. It's like, well, yeah, dude, like you're out of the seven. Like Starlight, that, that episode place. was so good. They're, they're just sitting on the couch watching all this, <laughs> all the porn. They, they, apparently, they actually shot those scenes and they are did. trying to release them. They yes, they, that that is very. I I read about that as well. It's amazing. <laughs> My, Mother's milk goes up to Huey. He's like. All you had to do was sit there and watch porn. Yep. <laughs> it's, 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 I guess, you know, watching a broad daylight with another dude sitting there. It's, I mean, but Lamplighter, like, he had those DVDs they, too. Like, that's old school. Yeah. Like, old, old yeah, that's very, true. <laughs> very, very true. But it's, it's almost as, as if Lamplighter, like, I guess he did have one less act of kindness. And it's like kind of as if I was listening to the Nerd Soup podcast. Of course, they're doing their, um, episode by episode um, review and they were like yeah it's kind of like you know Huey like Lamplighter took Huey to like the Justice League Tower and it's like I mean it's Huey like he has no powers he's just a fragile little kid the canary to uh, Billy and it just, he kind of just storms in there it's like it was insane that uh, Lamplighter's uh, fingerprints his handprints still worked like from like an underground back way into the actual tower, which yeah, was crazy. He was like, this is where we used to sneak in college girls. Like, oh, <laughs> you're weird. Yeah, but there's there's been so many great you know relationships this uh, episode, uh, this season. Excuse me, especially you know the rekindle, rekindling of uh, Starlight and Huey. Of course, I, I, of course, you know J- Jack Quaid. He, he he did a bang up job. It was amazing. Um. And then we found out more about uh, Billy's past and his brother and his and his and his dad, who he hates a lot. Dude, I thought he was gonna throw him off that freaking cliff. Dude. <laughs> he wants <laughs> he wants to piss on his grave. Yeah, literally. And I mean, mom essentially lied to him the first time. So yeah, your father's dying. It's like, well, technically, I guess he is, but man, it was just insane. But I guess, uh, did you have any? I know I've been rambling on here for a while, but uh, were there any other like where were some of your like your new favorite characters? You know, but the um, when when they went to the not the asylum, but like the secret vaults headquarters where you know they're experimenting on people. That was one of my favorite for sure. But I wanted to you know, yeah, that's that's chance. another mystery. What happened to that uh, that bald chick who can explode people? I thought she was the one who was exploding the heads. Nope. It, that was the, um, oh my God. The congresswoman. The congresswoman. Yeah, dude. It's, oh, I like got chills as soon as they panned over to her when she killed um, the Church and of the now, Collective. And now Huey's working about. for her. Oh my God. There's so much. It's insane. So much. Uh, what's going to happen? What's her end game? What does she want? I, I I do not know. Does she want to take I over the world? Clue. Maybe. I mean, she has that like gray eye. Is she just trying and to wipe wipe out all the other soups and just be the only one? That, that seems like it could be it. True. I mean, technically, Stormfront is still alive as well. Yeah, they said she uh, is off, holding her locked captive. up somewhere. Yeah. No, no <laughs> legs, no arms, no <laughs> she eye. She got virtual crisps. <laughs> she was she's. <laughs> like dude like literally ryan like roasted her into like 
just speaking German all over again. Like, oh my gosh, she just stood there. Yeah, we all but, knew Ryan was going to whip out that power at some point. Yeah, I knew he was going to do something. I just didn't know what it I was. Didn't, I'm like, I really like how they like showed it just being like a flash of light. Flash. Instead yeah, of Homelander, I, who has like the... I mean, I guess it was his first time, so he can't control it at all. So that makes sense. But they didn't really show it. Yeah, it would have been better if they would have showed it and him accidentally, you know, like hitting his mother as well. That would have been a lot better, I feel like. But <laughs> can we also talk about really quick um, the deep? Oh, the deep. And the church poor, of the collective. Poor guy. <laughs> He went through that entire rehabilitation program. And of course it's, you know, a cult, but and like towards the end when, you know, he brings in a trade and even before then, you know, they, they set him up with a wife and the, um, what, what was the arrow guy's name? I forgot his name. Um, um the Eagle. The e- yeah. Eagle. <laughs> Wasn't he from Cleveland? Yeah. I don't I'm, know why these writers like Ohio so much. Sandusky, Ohio, dude. I was like, I mean, if there's there's no like if Ohio's I mean, it can be a pretty boring state. Well, Sandusky, Ohio can be very boring. It's like if, if he was in like Cleveland or Columbus, Cincinnati, I'm like, okay, that that's more believable. But like, no, dude, they sent this man to Sandusky where like nothing is happening. Cedar Point. But, yeah. That's all there is. So I see your point. If, if you're a thrill seeker, definitely check it out. But I really liked, uh, I think out of all the storylines, I think the deeps was my favorite. Really? I, I, I think it, just, just because, you know, he, he's obviously trying to get back into the seven. He, he's playing these cards to like, you know, get into this, um, to, to, to get into this cult, to get back into the seven. And then, you know, when he tries to bring in a train as well, you know, a train's not really feeling it because he gets kicked out because obviously Stormfront's like racist as hell. <laughs> and it's like, Oh yeah. You know, we, we're, we're aware of Stormfront's, you know, issue with non-white folk. <laughs> essentially. I, I like though how they showed that a train is still a douche because he didn't turn around because she's racist. He did it because he wanted to get back in. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's where that's all he cares about. Yeah, and even earlier in the episode, uh, in the earlier episodes, I'm not sure if you remember this when Starlight had stole the compound V before you know they took it out, um, into the public, and they she like you know they they basically like blackmailed each other, but we know that A Train still is having heart issues as well, so it's like we we kind of got a little bit of that in season two. Um, but not too much, but going back to my original point, when, <laughs> when they chose a train to get back into the seven over the deep and then the deep just like loses it. He just starts cussing and everything. <laughs> I just thought it was really funny. Cause it's like, I mean, obviously I didn't think he like changed changed, but I'm like, maybe he's changed a little bit, no. but not too much. But I'm like, okay, no, he's, he's still the same dude. He's, he was he's before. just, he's just a village idiot. Yeah, pretty much. And it was it was just a really funny storyline for him. But I love how the church as a collective, you know, kind of weaves its way in to everything. And then uh Queen Maeve as well, her um outing her sexuality to everyone, but and pretty much uh Homelander held holding her hostage. And then the Powerpuff Girls, <laughs> I think it's called the Powerpuff Girls, beat the crap out of Stormfront, which was fantastic kicked that, that part where, where Maeve was like hey Kraut I was like 
Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's a fist bump right there. Oh, that was insane, dude. Like literally, you have Kimiko Starlight and Queen Maeve just going to town on Stormfront, literally kicking her while she was down. And she I'm just like, scurries away. Yeah, I was like, oh my god. But it really, um, it really made me think. You know, what is it? What does it take to kill? homelander like obviously you know we've seen soups die before translucent died um one of the best ways ever but like what does it take to kill homelander will it be his son and what does it honestly take to kill stormfront because clearly she's still alive like yeah she's like a pretty good beating but i have a feeling she's going to be back for season three i have a feeling it's all of the uh the congresswoman what's her name she's probably got a name I was trying to look for the casting and uh, through um, <laughs> this episode, not even the episode list, because it doesn't really. Well, apparently season three is supposed to come out twenty twenty one, but we'll have to wait and see. Probably will. It just depends. But I don't know everything going on with COVID. But I would say, like, for whatever reason, like the the th- the thought of season two. I feel Victoria like Victoria Newman. That's her name. Victoria. Well, in, in the show, her name is Victoria Newman. Yeah. Okay. She well, can she can pop that? off his head. That that might be the only way. Maybe. Yeah, that is true. I but it's she's like got some random kryptonite, kryptonite planet somewhere. That or it, even during the court scene, like remember she was like picking off specific people. Like she didn't even touch the soups. Yeah, she. Like, I mean, she did kill the uh, the wannabe fast guy. oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah the wannabe fast <laughs> but like it was crazy how um like even their names like they're essentially trademarks so it's kind of like you know passing the like um the mantle onto someone else because they had mentioned with a train when he was going through his you know farewell tour or whatever um they were saying you know H- a train's the brand like you will no longer be a train you know after you get kicked out of the seven but of course you know he gets brought back in but I thought that was interesting, and it kind of made me think that, so is Homelander the same way? You know what I mean? Because, I mean, like, she she probably could have just killed him in the court, but uh, she must have some some cruel intentions coming up because she wanted to keep, keep him alive. <laughs> I still can't believe it was her, dude. I was like, no. I literally gasped. Gasps. Ugh, cannot talk today. When I saw her, like when they panned over to her after um, – he um she exploded uh the church we, I think we knew, church. knew they had to be introducing her for some reason but we just didn't know i just thought she was just a normal congresswoman you know like just the the political one of one of the political sides of everything but i guess not i i really don't know it's it is some crazy stuff but i mean i'm sorry was, was there anything you wanted to talk about like i said i know i've been rambling on here for a while but any points you want to bring up any you know Dislikes, dislikes, go for it. <laughs> um, it was what was it called the Church of the Collective? I wasn't yeah. uh, too big of a fan of that arc. I don't know. It just mm. felt. I mean the uh, the uh, what drink <laughs> they were they drinking the fresca. The fresca yeah. jokes were were very very funny. <laughs> just always had a fresca. <laughs> yeah, that was good stuff. Um, was, was that good? was that guy in the first season? I don't remember. I don't think so. The, uh, the, the, the head of the church, church of collective, and of, cor- and of course we, we had the the new leader of Vought, uh, Mister uh, Stan Edgar. 
Yeah, Stan Edgar himself. <laughs> he he didn't do he didn't do a lot, but he's still there for season three. Yeah, I mean, he I can't necessarily say he's like a bad like I I feel like he's more neutral because I mean, obviously he is on Homelander's side, but for what reason? You know what I mean? It's kind of like it's 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 like he's playing politics. Obviously, you know he has to play nice for the soups because he knows what they can do to him. So he kind of suggests go along with the flow and well he, be... he mentioned his intentions are purely just business related yeah he seems like a very strict businessman who's married to his job essentially and then of course um the uh, the lady in charge of Vought who was essentially i guess homelander's uh assistant or to like all the uh the, the seven um the, the redhead girl ashley S- Ashley, yeah, she, she was, she, she was she losing was, her hair, <laughs> literally losing her hair. Dude, I mean, like, uh, like that would definitely scar somebody. She had one like, of the be best re- jokes in the entire season when she was Which like, was that? I, "I was tendering through Barcelona, and they were eating my paella." <laughs> was like, oh, that's right. I was tendering through Barcelona. That was I so love good. It. Apparently, oh, she ad libbed that one. Really, that's good stuff. You, you got any more trivia there for me, uh, guy? I mean, um, I, I know you're. I know you're full of them, so definitely have to add that in when it comes to these reviews because you always have very uh, interesting points to bring up. That I knew about the nut allergy. Thing. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> but um, bes- um, really quick. Besides, besides Stormfront, I actually liked Queen Maeve. This, yeah, I think um, I was gonna say. I think. Sh- her story arc was definitely my favorite because she yeah. is, she's actually a good guy in the end. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, she, she's had a very complicated, you know, relationship, you know, her and her, um, her girlfriend, and of course, you know, her and um, Homelander. And yeah, I, I wish we would have saw more of her this season. I really wish we would there, there was a fair amount, especially towards yeah. the end. Oh, absolutely. I, I love how she just kept calling Huey a twink. <laughs> man you really are a twink I'd, I'd break you in half like dry firewood oh god she probably would <laughs> and like not even like an armful way just i mean but yeah what did you think of huey this uh this season he's, just overall he's the guy he's he's the relatable just charming little guy yeah I love it how um, he has he has our perspective perspective as the audience basically just what the hell is going on. Yeah, more of him versus uh, Butcher or Mother's Milk or Frenchie for that matter because it's like he is just like the normal guy who just wants to be normal. He just wants to live a normal life, you know. His girlfriend wants to stand on his own two feet. Yeah, and that's like just like Billy told him, Billy Billy Joel, (laughs) Billy (laughs) Billy Joel. But um, talking about Starlight really quick, with her, her, um, her story arc. I mean, it was interesting, you know, kind of uh, cleaning up what happened in season one for her. I mean, again, you know, this is more about the boys as a collective, but I feel like season one was more focused on her because since she was the new girl on the block, and you know, we kind of get that new girl's perspective. But as soon as she meets Stormfront, it's like. At first, you're like, you know, oh, you know, storefronts just, you know, here, like, spitting all this stuff, shooting shit, and just, like, calling everybody out. Like, you think she just doesn't give a fuck, whatever, and clearly she doesn't, but then you 
you know, find out her past and whatnot. And it's like, oh, oh, <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> it was but, all I mean, too good I, to be true. Yeah. And like, I love it how she actually freaks out when, you know, those photos leak to the press when they're trying to get Ryan to use his powers. I thought that was really interesting. And clearly, like, you know, they're Homelander and Stormfront are pushing Ryan to just, hey, you know, like, you have to be one of us. You have these powers. Just trying to train their little minion. Because they, they know he's the only thing that can go against Homelander, basically. Only, only one who could have the same power level. The third Nazi. <laughs> I like how the season two, they changed him from blonde to, to brown hair. So he's, oh, not, yeah. he's not very Nazi-esque in that sense. Not yeah, not anymore. Probably it's a yeah kind of show that, but it's like you know so like, that he like, doesn't want to be like his dad, like at all. And you kind of see that when he um when Homelander and Stormfront take him to that one like Vaultland type restaurant place where it kind of gave me flashbacks of of course you know he's pretty much Superman. So like all of that noise, like obviously he, I'm assuming he has super hearing because Homelander. Yeah, that's how they got him out of the cabin. Yeah. Which was that was a neat little crazy. plan. It they, was they a nice leaked, plan. They leaked the uh, the Nazi stuff to get Stormfront out, and she, then she's gone. And they're like, "All right, let's go." And they have yeah. the speakers, the Vault speakers, of course, going crazy. <laughs> and then Homelander chases out, and then they go get Ryan. Yeah, and then but uh, Billy was supposed to hand Ryan over to Vaught, essentially. Then uh, that, that was another su- really surprising part when um. When Stormfront lands in front of the car and flips it over, and they're all in it, I was like, "Oh shit!" That's... I thought I thought someone was dead for he a was second. Like, right? It was that was so crazy. I'm like, okay, I'm like, I know the kid's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's he shouldn't he's, be getting hurt by this. Yeah, yeah he's he's mother's he's, milk uh, came out perfectly unharmed, which was nice. And then pretty much Becca survives for a few more minutes. A few more minutes, yeah. And then, I mean, even with Huey, when he was in the car prior when they were at the facility and he had that like metal piece sticking out, I was like, oof. Yeah, that was, that was they crazy. Had, they had some nice stakes to add to the, to the show. They really did. It felt like, you know, it felt like they were in danger because, you know, they're even when, um, oh my gosh, it was, ooh, I think it was episode four when they're kind of like in the tunnels. And when they first meet Homeland, like when they first uh, run into Homelander for the first time in the season and Homelander told Starlight to kill Huey. And it's like, he's it's like, all right. I mean, if, if, if they're going to kill him, they're going to kill him. But like, it's just, he, he's, he's fucked. Like you have two soups, like right there. Like what else could possibly, you know, get their attention. That was, that was also the, the episode where they like, it was like a storm or stormfronts coming out party. It was perfect showing her yeah, awful yeah. her awfulness. He just like <laughs> destroyed Kimiko's brother, broke his hands, Dude. and then snapped his neck. And she, I don't remember what she said, but it was very racist. It was some yeah something yellow something I can't really remember. But um, one of my friends had said he's like yeah he's like he's, he was like forewarned you know um, this um, it was it was the episode when the flashback with Liberty. When she called the the black guy like a black son of a bitch, I was like, okay. Like, when my friend was trying to warn me that you know, there's, it it, it may be triggering for young African Americans. I was like, I didn't think that was that bad. I mean, it definitely could have been a lot 
worse. I mean, we're watching Lovecraft Country right now. It's definitely a lot worse. If, you, if you're watching The Boys, you really should be prepared for anything. There's, yeah. there's no, nothing's off limits. Exactly. And and I was trying to look for it throughout the entire episode, and I found the scene, you know, when they had showed her as Liberty, and it's like, he, he was, like, she, like, kills a black guy, and she was like, oh, you black son of a bitch. I was like, is that what he was talking about? Because, like, I thought she was going to drop the N-word or something, but I'm like, even if she did, I mean, it's nothing we haven't heard before on TV, so, but I guess he was just trying to be more helpful of anything but i was like is that really what he was like i wasn't tricked by that at all but yes you were totally you're absolutely right like if, if any kind of mature themes anything honestly you just have to kind of be ready for it and especially if you've seen the boys season one you you, you got to be ready for pretty much anything because they i mean they, they, they say the c word like a thousand times like how many times does billy say I mean, I'm not going to say it. But, yeah, yeah. I, was, I was going to mention that that might be one of my favorite parts of the season, the finale. <laughs> He's like, kid, always remember what I told you. Oh, He's yeah. Like, don't, don't be. He said, don't be a C word. That's the perfect just, advice. <laughs> that really is. But I, I, I'm really glad that, you know, it, it seems that Homeland, I mean, not Homelander, I'm sorry, Billy is having a bit of a change of heart. Because we see that, you know, he I mean he promised Becca that he would look after him. But even earlier in the season, he wasn't too keen about Ryan because he just hates soups so much. And like I guess we understand why, but it's like he'll probably have more of a of a change of heart later on. But I mean, who knows where they're taking Ryan because it's like his his mom, like he lashes out at his mom after has um yeah after him figuring out that his mom was lying to him within the compound they were in you know it was, it was like a fake neighborhood and you know he kind of runs off gets you know mad gets scared and then he wants to go back to his mom but you kind of see the soft side of homelander where you know like she he kind of sees like like you know when they're in the crowds and whatnot he's asking people he's like hey he's like back up telling people to back up and and ryan's like he's like i i want my mom and then you can kind of see like the understanding in homelander's eyes because he didn't really have that as a kid and i think he kind of made a mistake in a way by kidnapping ryan <laughs> but i mean obviously he takes him over to the uh the cabin where they're at to kind of get away from everybody but I don't know. Very, very interesting stuff. One other thing I loved is like they would in the beginning of the episodes, they'd have kind of like this this prologue story, mm. uh, specifically the last few episodes. Like, what was your favorite episode one? Episode seven. That one. Was, yeah, that one was dark. Like that hit yeah. so close to home. Well, not like home, home, but like close to our um our culture and our reality that we live in. Because this guy just eats up everything that Stormfront is saying to him, and oh yeah, and he kills the cleric, Fat yeah. Neil from um, Community. <laughs> Same I guy. Didn't recognize him, but yeah. I only know. brought to you by the Nerd Suit Podcast. No. <laughs> but yeah, they they uh, they had mentioned. I was like, oh yeah, I'm like that was Fat Neil. I look look back, but yeah, that was Fat Neil. But yeah, um, that was very uh, that was very because that kind of stuff definitely happens in our society. It really does like too much to the point where it's just 
it's it's almost as if like it's it's the new normal now. And then um, just, the one in the, in the finale where they have the uh, the super terrorist like warning PSA video when you're in yeah. school, you have to be prepared. Like that's just also like so close to what kids have to go through nowadays with with yeah with like uh, armed shooters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that is that is very true. Uh, that, that's actually a really good point. I didn't even realize that. I would I think my favorite one of my favorite cold openings I should say was when oh we didn't know it at the time but it was the deep interviewing for his new wife yeah and the one girl she was saying I used to date a guy who used to love Ed Sheeran I love Ed Sheeran don't get me wrong he's my favorite but um and then she got the Ed Sheeran tattoo and then they broke up she was like, like I don't I even fucking like hate it. Ed yeah. she's like I fucking hate Ed Sheeran I was like oh don't say that I thought that was my one of my favorites because I was trying to figure out what that was. I'm like, oh, it's the deep picking out his new quote unquote wife, and then he wanted that one girl who was clearly like you know DTF, and then the church was like, no, and he's like, why? <laughs> he was definitely one of the best running jokes of the of the season for sure. I also loved um, the last three episodes were just so good. Yes, they were. It, it I loved was just... it in episode six where uh, I don't remember was it Sausage Man, Sausage Guy? Oh yeah, with the first burst through the window and attacked Mother's Milk. <laughs> mother's Milk. <laughs> he was so scarred. He was I, like, I don't want. I don't want to talk too. about it, man. He's <laughs> <was> like, nope. <laughs> but yeah, and we also got a little bit more backstory with uh, Mother's Milk, um, and his character. Uh, well, and his father, you know, bring trying to bring justice to the world after his father passed away. So everyone has their own motivations, you know, with, within this, um, within the season. And, and I, I like how everyone has their own motivations and they come together and, you know, they try to take out the soups, you know, oh, man. By- they did such a perfect job of setting up season three too. Cause there's just so much unanswered stuff that we need. To- Do you think this is a bigger cliffhanger than season one? Um, I don't know. Season one, had season one was more surprising. Yeah. And then now, yeah, now we have more of a, like, obviously we know that the season three is coming, but now it's more of a, you know, what is going to happen next is, yeah, they are setting up for season three. And yeah, we got to find forward. out more about uh, Black or Dark Noir. What's the name? Dark Noir? Black Noir? Black Noir. <laughs> we got to figure out more about him. We got to figure out more about Stan Edgar. Obviously, Newman is going to be a big part. <laughs> it's going to be a bumpy ride crazy crazy stuff man wow so um i guess did you want to get into scores or was there anything else you kind of wanted to um you know actually there was one thing i wanted to ask you and they um they kind of touched on this when i was listening to uh, the nerd two podcast it was one of their uh, a fan a fan put uh put in a question asking you know since the boys has such big success do um i think he was asking um do they see, or yeah, do they see other studios making similar um, TV shows, like with you know a superhero show that is more for adults? Obviously, I mean, clearly we have like the DC, the DCEU kind of, sort of, and you know we, we've gotten a few rated R, you know, superhero movies. You had Deadpool, we had Logan, um, even Blade. So. Like, do, do you think that other studios will like kind of follow suit? Because I, th- I thought it was a really good question. And, you know, they, they, I mean, they, 
they can definitely try, but they have to like, because people are going to sniff out if it's just them um, like bullshitting. Co- through, yeah, yeah, just copying and not really. Because what makes this show so special is that they don't take themselves seriously at all. And you can just tell that they're just taking the shit out of a genre of movies that is definitely bloated. And that's yeah. why this is so refreshing and the be- just the best superhero show there is. Yeah. By far. I mean, between this, um, the boy, I mean, uh, blah, obviously, this, uh, between this, um, Doom Patrol, and we have Umbrella Academy for sure. I think uh, the boys definitely, I mean, the other two are, you know, if they're superheroes and they, you know, they expect to save the day. But this is, you know, a totally different beast where, you know, like, like we said in our season one review, this is as if superheroes were living among us in our world. There, there probably would be a lot of corruption and, you know, uh, probably some kind of corporation to kind of quote unquote, keep these heroes in check. But, you know, uh, I, I don't think the Avengers would, would like that very much. <laughs> we saw what happened in civil war, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, but uh, are you ready to uh, get into scores? Yeah. All right. So out of a hundred, what would you give the boys season two? I mean, there's, there's so like little weaknesses that you can, that you can point out. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't think there really was like a weak episode though. The first couple were definitely slow. Yeah. It was more of like a prologue for sure. Like, because we really, if things really start picking up second half, episode, just yeah. Also good. Episode four on. Yeah. Cause at first I was like, all right, like I'm like, I was watching I'm like, all right. You know, like it wasn't, the same but you know obviously you gotta stick with it because you know it's 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 the boys so <laughs> so out of 100 what would you give this season i'm, I'm gonna go 96 that, that oh, finale okay. just blew everything out blew everyone away all right i'll um i'll i'll, I'll go with the solid 95 just to kind of even it out there. I, I thought it was fantastic. You know, like I said, the only thing that I really wish they would have gone into a little bit more was um, Stormfront's uh, past with Vought, maybe like a flashback or something like that. But I guess they didn't really need all that because it worked either way. But, you know, yeah. So you guys heard it here first. Uh, 96 out of 100 from Devin and 95 from me. So that pretty much wraps up this um, spoiler discussion of The Boys Season 2. Um, of course, as always, Devin, thank you for coming on. And, you know, we, 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 we like to talk about movies and TV shows and video games from time to time. We got, we got some next generation of consoles are well underway. Very exciting stuff. But again, um, before we wrap up here, I want to remind everyone you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Amazon Music, all that good stuff. And of course, you can follow us on social media at film optics. Um, that is optics with an X on Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, I believe we are, are we planning on reviewing bad hair? Yeah. 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 So we're going to be reviewing bad hair. I think that's our, I think that's our next review and then run as well. That's going to be coming out. Um, soon as well and then i think i'm I'm planning on doing like a five episode 
uh, written review of Hellstrom. Uh, that will probably be out the day that it comes out. Um, I have the first five uh, episodes. I just haven't sat down and watched it, watched it yet. But and of course, um, we have Lovecraft Country coming up. Not this week, but next week after the season finale, we'll definitely be reviewing that. I gotta say, Devin. I watched I watched episode nine earlier today. I got my screener. It's been sitting in my inbox since uh, since Tuesday, and I gotta say, y'all ain't ready. That's all I'm gonna say. It's whew. anyway. Um, that pretty much wraps it up here. And of course, you can check out the Music City Drive-In um, website. You know, there's a bunch of blogs between sports. I do a lot of video game coverage over there as well. Um, Oscar Talk, and as well as the Drive-In Podcast Network that we're a part of. Check out the other podcasts on the website. You know, we've got music, we got commentaries, we got Oscar Talk, Oscar Tunities, missed Oscar Tunities, I should say, and a new podcast called Robert Podcatinson that is hosted by Kenzie and Hannah. So uh, definitely give that a whirl if you're a big, you know, uh, lover of robert pattinson robert pattinson you know so yeah i think that pretty much uh ends it up here so we're just gonna i was just gonna up. say you could uh, oh. at the end you could add in just the audio of homelander's last scene <laughs> imagine how that would sound in a <laughs> oh podcast. my god that's right i totally forgot i, I can do whatever i want you I know what do whatever i want <laughs> you know what screw it roll the tape we'll see you guys next time peace i can do I want. I want. I can do. I want. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can do whatever the fuck I want.